Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And as you guys know, we love highlighting our local small businesses. And today we're going to talk with Kyle Hall from Interbang Books on Lover's Lane. Welcome to the show, Kyle. Hi, thanks for having me. So, Kyle, I have been guilty of mispronouncing your store name for a very, very long time. <laughs> Apparently, I missed the fact that there's an A in there, and I've called it Interbang for a very long time and just recently found out that is not the name of your store. It's, it is, it's Interabang Books, and it sometimes helps if you know there, there is such a thing as an Interabang. It's, is it an animal? It, no. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a strange thing. It's a punctuation mark that used to be much more common. It combines hmm. a question mark and an exclamation point. Oh, I so, do that all the time. That is so, fascinating. So the interrogative is the enter uh, part, and typesetters used to refer to exclamation points as a bang, which is where the phrase comes from, go out with a bang. Because oh. if you end the sentence with a bang, oh my god, that's a great so it's story! Gosh. So it used to be, it used to be on keyboards around like 1960 or something, but it has fallen off. But people do still recognize the symbol; they just unfortunately don't know the name for it anymore. Well, you learn something new every day, exactly. Yeah. So, so the the founders of the store decided that since you're adding, you know, questioning or searching with the question mark and excitement. And discovery with the exclamation point that Interabang Books made for a great suggestion of what you could find in the bookstore. So I understand you guys have a big event coming up this weekend that's kind of a national, one of those many national holidays that all of a sudden we started having a few years ago, and it's Independent Bookstore Day. That's right. It's it's a national event that is aimed at local retail, specifically local bookstores. Um, and this is its seventh year, Independent Bookstore Day. It's uh, it's all about people who love books and reading going into locally owned and operated bookstores to, uh, to spend the day and uh, drop in, enjoy a little hospitality. There's usually food service and things like that, and special products that are only available on the day of the event. And only if you come in the store, you're not allowed to sell anything ahead of time by phone reservation or online. It's about an in-store experience. Well, doesn't it feel good to have an event? You said it. <laughs> you said it. We have we have had virtual events quite mm. steadily for a long time, but we are ready for a real in-store event. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long time coming. Well, and you're dragging people out by saying you can't get any of this unless you come in. That's right. right? Yeah. That's right. It's it's uh, it, it can be as uh, the one concession we make to people is that once the business day has started, if you know that an item is going to be in short supply, one of the exclusives for the day, you can place a call and pay for it over the phone and say you're going to be in in an hour and a half to pick it up or something. But and what otherwise, if, what if they don't show up in an hour and a half. Well, if they paid <laughs> if they paid for it. They're good, okay. But we can't hold anything because truly, the uh, the way that it usually works is that the publishers who come up with the special editions. Sometimes it's a signed edition by Nigella Lawson, mm-hmm. a little tease, mm-hmm. um, uh, and sometimes it's just different cover art or special material in the book. Um, often that is doled out to bookstores like ours across the country based on 
requests, but you don't always get what you request. And I can tell you that, for example, with Nigella, we only got about one-fourth of the copies that we knew we could sell Mm -hmm. because everybody was asking for that one. Well, I know that you guys have a lot of exclusive things that you're doing on Saturday, and I want to talk about that, too. And stay with us, guys. We're going to talk about a little bit more towards the end. But I want to hear about... You guys have had quite the story about how you made it to our neck of the woods. You're now on Lover's Lane. You were at Preston and Royal. And you basically had some training for this pandemic. It's true. Um, as, as most of the people in the, in the region know, um, Interabang was one of the shops at Preston Royal that was completely flattened mm-hmm. um, by the tornado. And um, uh, the... The outpouring of concern and support that we got immediately was was incredible. But the, the thing that was most notable among all of the, what can we do to help? Do we need to start a GoFundMe? There were a lot of people who were like, you know, we'll, we'll do something. We'll take up a collection online because they all wanted us to reopen. The, the thing that we realized was that... It, if what we really needed was for people to buy books from us mm-hmm. and they could do that online. We are a local bookshop. There's only one in Terabang, but we have online order fulfillment, mm-hmm. just like the big A. And so if people will go and place orders from our website, um, we were able to fulfill those orders the day after the tornado, during that week, and for all of the weeks that we were out of commission until we could reopen on Lover's Lane. Well, and there's something very charming about a locally owned bookshop. Uh, it makes me think of all the movies where, you know, like Meg Ryan is yep. running the bookstore, <laughs> et cetera, instead of a giant Walmart, you know, book section. Yes. There's something very charming and old school about it. And if you like reading, which I do, uh, you want to go into a store like yours. Well, you know? it's it's true. And and I think there was always this feeling that, you know, there wasn't anything else like our store mm-hmm. in the market. And so it couldn't it couldn't go away. It couldn't just be wiped off the map like that. Mm-hmm. So our our owner, Nancy Perot, the very next day had us out looking at real estate. Mm-hmm. Nobody believes me when I say it was actually <laughs> the next day. But oh, wow. but every but the tornado happened on a Sunday night and we had looked at three different locations by close of business Monday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday morning we looked at the space on Lover's Lane and by Wednesday we knew that that was going to be the one and Thursday um all the lease negotiations started. So, you know, what I always say is that that's how fast we can work in knowing where we needed to go. But then, of course, all of the real estate guys and the business people who negotiated the lease, took, they got 10 days. But we, <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we decided in just a couple. Well, um, it's a great location. And I feel like that whole area on Lover's Lane is really turning into like a mini Soho. It's, it's so great, isn't it? I mm-hmm. mean, we, we loved where we were. Um, uh, there, you know, there will always be, you know, sorrow and lamentations that we're not there anymore. But I have to say, um, our customers from Preston Royal followed us to Lover's Lane, and we found many, many more new customers, new customers once right? we once we moved um, to, you know, to I guess it's it's close to the intersection of uh, of the Tollway and Lovers, mm-hmm. but you know, very very near Inwood Village, um, and so it has been. It's, it's strange to say, fortunate, when mm-hmm. you're talking about the aftermath of a tornado. But, you know, the business has been strong, even even 
up to and through the pandemic. And we feel really lucky to be to be where we are. Well, I agree with what you were saying earlier, Nellie, is the the individual bookstores, they're just so unique and very experiential. I can't say my word. Okay. Experiential? Is that a word? I don't even think it is. And yet I think I know what you mean. <laughs> so I love independent bookstores because they're so fun to go to. They're, they're just much more personal and more cozy and unique than the big guys. And your store is so much fun to hang out in, but you have so many things going on above and beyond just selling books. It's true. We, we have a great selection of gifts um, for uh, for readers, for people young and old um, in the store. And we have uh, Betsy Young, a remarkable gift buyer, does that. I should also, though, tip my hat to um, Lori Feathers, a partner in the store. She buys all of the adult titles. So mm-hmm. there is actually... That's a big point of differentiation between us and the corporate bookstores that you were alluding to before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Lori and Lisa Plummer, who is our children's book buyer, order every one of the books mm-hmm. that comes to the store. It is There is no corporate generation of orders based on everything that's being published. It really is. When we talk about our selection, selection mm-hmm. is the word. It has been selected by our buyers for the store. Handpicked. So Handpicked, mm-hmm. exactly. Curated. Yes. An overused curated. word now. An <laughs> Highly curated word now, But curated is the word, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. what about for kids? Uh, what can kids do in your store? Do you have a Book of the Month Club? We do. We And our Book of the Month Club now, we, we featured them regularly. Lisa always selects great new things. You can, you know, window shoppers can see them in our window when they when they go by and they're picking up something at Eatsy's or whatever, because um, we're just two doors down from there. But um, we started a program just last year in which um, people can subscribe a child in their life. Sometimes it's a grandchild, sometimes a niece and nephew, sometimes a child in another city that they don't get to see. Um, And they can get a book that Lisa selects um, each month for uh, six months, for a year, um, based on the appropriate age. And it's it's paid for up front. You don't have to give it another thought. And mm-hmm. the kid gets to unwrap a new book every month. That and is a great gift. It's a great it's a great reminder and way to to sort of stay in somebody's life if you're if you're not close. And again, it was it it came out during the pandemic year for a reason because a lot of people could not see the children in their lives if they were in a different household, mm-hmm. and we were able to mail something to them. So, Kyle, we've talked about Nancy Pro is the owner, and I know that there's other people involved. You were one of the original founders of Interbane, right? Yeah, I, I I was there from the start. Um, I didn't have I didn't have a stake in the store from the beginning. They offered me that a little bit later, which was great. Um, but um, someone that I had worked with previously at another bookstore. Um, ten years ago, had uh, had had made the arrangements with Nancy to to open in Terabang, and um, 
and reached out to me just as I was leaving another job. It was it was providential. The the very same night that I had sort of made up my mind that I was finished with that gig was when I got the call about Interabang. And so one door closes, one opens. Right. Right. I mean, it's really it's really true. It's really true. And so so that had been um, that had been with a friend who uh, had worked with me at Legacy Books, which some people in this market might remember was up in the shops at Legacy um, 10 years ago. It, It opened right at the height, or maybe I should say the bottom, of the recession in 2008. Mm-hmm. So it was only around for a couple of years, but it's still a fondly remembered store. It was a, it was a fabulous place. So we've heard a lot about your background, but um, it just kind of piques my interest to wonder, do you have any crazy stories about an author coming in to read and the topic is kind of lewd or something <laughs> that some people would respond well, oddly to? I, guilty. Um, <laughs> uh, it's not a story about Interabang. I'll, I'll say that. Um, we uh, Interabang has always been more of a family store. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so it's like the, the, the events are, and also because Interabang is a smaller space and not as big as legacy books, um, uh, an event is always sort of dead center in the store. Mm-hmm. At, at Legacy, we, we had a dedicated event space where we could just do author events, and if it was an adult title or something that skewed older, we could do it that way. But whenever it was really popular, the, this was sort of the, the cringe, the, the, the sort of wild story that you asked for. We we had somebody from the Real Housewives come to the store. And it's just one of the truisms about book events today that, you know, if you really want to have a bestseller, get a TV show. Mm-hmm. That's that's <laughs> yes. they, they really I, I mean it's it follows. So so you know there were so the store was absolutely packed. Um uh, for this personality from uh, from Real Housewives of New York. And um uh, because of that, we we mic'd her. We had a sound system. That was a, it. Was a very large store, so we mic'd her. We had a sound system, and um, really didn't give a thought to the propriety of what she might say. And <laughs> mm-hmm. the first question that she took, somebody asked about another one of the the housewives on the show who was not her favorite, and said, "You know, what do you really think about Uh-oh. her?" <laughs> well, yeah, and 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 she. I, you know, we TV bleep, bleeps people. We couldn't do it, and she was right out with it. And she described her rival with that one obscenity that is not mainstreamed. Uh-oh. And and the worst thing you can say to a woman, pretty much. Yes, oh that's that's the one. And it went out. It went out over the. It went out over the PA the lap, system. It did. It went out over the oh PA. My gosh. Um, and but you know. That's, I guess, the other neat thing about bookstores is people sort of, you know, get in their own head when they're selecting books, looking at mm-hmm. books. And so, you know, nobody fainted. Nobody ran for the door. You know, we didn't... It's what they expected. We didn't have any complaints <laughs> about it, you yeah. know, from other sections of the store. And, of course, the people who heard her say it actually applauded. <laughs> oh so I think, I think the other people who, who didn't quite catch it were sorry they missed it because they wondered what drew the applause. Yeah, you're just asking for trouble when you have right. a real housewife on. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you never know what's going to come out of their mouths. That's their job. I guess that's true. That's their job to act like that. <laughs> that's true. Shock. That's true. <laughs> so you've survived a lot. You survived the pandemic. Were you, did you feel more prepared for it because well, of the tornado incident? 
Uh, we did actually, and I think it's it's it was instructive coming out of the tornado that we had learned how to keep open and serve customers even when the store could not could not be open day to day. We were we were down for exactly a month. That's the point of that's a point of pride for me. We mm-hmm. opened exactly one month after the tornado in our new location. Stocked full of books. That's Incredible. Very impressive. So so it's it's we have a great team and that's everybody just we sort of stated early in the game that that was going to be our goal, and so everybody everybody worked to make it happen, and it did. But for the weeks that we were closed, we we encouraged everybody, you know, uh, akin to what I said before. We don't we don't want donations for GoFundMe. We just want you to order from us. You we've got a website. You can order books from us, and so it instructed a lot of people that you can shop local and still shop online. Mm-hmm. And when the governor's mandate came and we had to close for the pandemic, we just came out with the same message that, mm-hmm. you know, especially when everybody was homebound mm-hmm. and everybody was looking for ways to be entertained and, hello, not spend any more time on screens. And plus, everybody had already used every show. They've seen every show. There was nothing to look at anymore. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's right. I, I vote for the Oscars and like, I got all my Oscar screeners this year and I was like, eh. just because nothing, nothing was filmed, nothing came out. Right. You know? Right. Right. And so, so books, w- are, books abound during books these abound. Mm-hmm. Books abound. Books abound. And, you know, the, there was a statistic in the, uh, in the New York Times this week that, that talked about, just this week, that talked about during the pandemic, although there had been a resurgence in book sales, that a lot of independent bookstores, I think they said the average decline mm-hmm. was 30%. And so I am very proud of our little store because we did not decline. Mm-hmm. We did not decline. Our our sales held up the whole time, and of course, that's that's thanks to the neighborhood. That's mm-hmm. that's thanks to the community. That and you had your little pre t- your pre pandemic training to uh, be able to pivot. Well, you have to have online sales, yeah. even if you're a local brick and mortar store. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to have something. Have to have an online component. Yeah, you were, you were saying before we started the show that you know people think that when you order online, you picture it being far away. But it's important to know that you can order online from your local stores as well. Well, and and this is true. This is this is the great thing um, about not only in Terabang, but really any any local bookstore that that if you've got somebody in another market and and they want to support, it's generally true that you know. If we get a if we get an order online from somebody locally and it's a book we have on our shelves, we fulfill with what's on our shelves. Mm-hmm. But but independent bookstores have access to the same distributors as as global, you know, mega retail. Mm-hmm. And we can fulfill an order for, you know, for a very uncommon book. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be in our store. We can still handle that business for people. And I think that more and more um, independent independent retailers of all stripe are finding a way to do that. No matter you know, no matter what it is, it's like florists have known for a long time that you know, if if they can't if they can't handle the order, they find somebody else who can mm-hmm. to to continue to serve their customers. Do you feel like um, you referred to them as the big A earlier, which I really like because I'm very anti using the big A. I like to support the small guys. But do you find mm-hmm. are they because they're able to deliver things so quickly? Is that hurting your sales? Are you able to deliver quickly as well? 
we probably don't get something to somebody in two days. Yeah. Um, uh, now, if they're local, it can happen. Um, but I think the main thing is that if when when whether it's a phone order or an online order, it gets to most people by the end of that week, mm-hmm. maybe by the fifth business day. And I guess what I'm thinking of is mostly when we take orders by phone and we're talking to somebody and, you know, you can almost hear the apprehension in their voice when we ask if we can order it for them. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, when will I get that? Yeah. It's almost as though they're expecting to hear two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And it's really, you know, the answer is about the fifth business day. Mm-hmm. About the fifth business Which day. Which is good. And everybody's okay with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, people may, may be getting used to, to two-day, but they don't need it. Yeah. They don't need it. And now I think they've forgotten that they subscribe to Amazon Prime for that. <laughs> you know, it's like now that Prime is really like a video streaming thing. Yes. It's like, what's with the shipping? Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, question. Can you tell us more details about the event on Saturday? Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, we open at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, it will it will probably make for a very lively day all day long because there are people we're talking neighborhood here but there are people who drive into cities where there's a store participating in independent bookstore day because they want the sort of specialized you know the specialized goodies and everything so so you know we kind of start with the bang and we uh um we're we've got juice boxes for the kids uh, we've got coffee for the grown-ups we've got all of the special wares um, sitting out, cookies, balloons, all of that. And the general feeling is that it's sort of like a day-long party. It's sort of like a sort of like if you can imagine, you know, being a birthday party when it's your birthday. Um, it's when when people say, well, is an event like that when it's not really about an author coming to the store really a big deal? All I can say is that it's independent bookstore day usually is the last Saturday of April every year. Well, it sounds like a perfect family event. To it is. So if you're looking for something to do this Saturday, just gather up the kids and stop in. And it means as much in terms of business to a store like ours as one of the Saturdays that leads into Christmas. So if you can imagine, uh, you know, yes. in December, like peak holiday season book buying, everybody sort of knows that's when retail comes alive. We do as much on Independent Bookstore Day as we do during that time of year. So that's why we're expecting a really great day. And then towards the end of the day, do you serve adult beverages? You guessed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who tipped you that's, off? That's when we'll show up, Nellie. And actually actually we'll we'll have them we'll have them day long if anybody, you know, wants to start earlier. Um, we're not averse to, to popping the cork okay. a little earlier if somebody wants to. But yes, um, uh, we'll have uh, we'll have rosé, we'll have prosecco, uh, we'll have uh, uh, we'll have some chardonnay. Nothing red, red, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, red wine, and a bookstore. Not a good go, combination. Go not, not a good idea. No, yeah. Not at all. <laughs> And Kyle, tell everybody how they can find you online. Oh yes, the uh, the bookstore is in Terabang Books, and so it's i n t e r a b a n g books dot com. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. I hope we get to do it again sometime. I have really loved this. Thanks for asking me. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm Nellie Shudo, and I'm Martha Jackson, and we'll catch you next time. 